This is Move, Speak, Think with Ann Nicholson, where we talk to unusual people who are making a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to the Move, Speak, Think podcast. Today I'm talking with Katherine Lehman, and she has partnered with um, a physician, Lakshmi Prasanna, from India to bring a course that is very, very unique here to the United States. So Catherine, tell me a little bit about um, your course in India and uh, what is unique about it. Well, we started doing this course with the idea of weaving together insights from anthroposophic medicine and insights from Waldorf education. And now for those who are not familiar with those terms, anthroposophic medicine is a kind of medicine that, uh, that is an integrative medicine, but it also takes into account homeopathy and it takes into account the um, invisible force systems that are active within the human being. Similarly to how Chinese medicine, uh, et cetera, take into account these force systems. And then it goes one step beyond that and takes into account the individuality of that person and how the relationship with the body, with sickness and with health, has everything to do with who that person is as an individual. And then Waldorf education, that is pretty well known by everybody that's, that's in the world today. Um, if not, that can be Googled. That was uh, created by Dr. Rudolf Steiner, who also created anthroposophic medicine. And it balances um, uh, thinking, feeling, and willing in the child, and also is highly individualized. Um, recognizing that the destiny of each human being is unique and deserves the right um, to be supported so that that person can come to uh, individual expression. So back to the subject of the podcast. (laughs) So this work has been uh, a lot about the participants in the workshops meeting themselves through various exercises and activities and it seems that this meeting of the self is growing capacities in teachers and doctors to more effectively see the other. So it's sort of like if we can't meet ourselves and deal with our own stuff, we can't really see who's coming to us, either as a patient for a doctor or as a student in our class. Oh, that is so true because how many times have we all experienced that we don't really feel seen? We feel like the other person is projecting their stuff onto us. And as a young teacher myself, how many times did a kid do something in the class and I couldn't see it except that it felt like an assault on me. Mm -hmm. Why is that child doing that to me? And I, I was still so in my own issues that Mm -hmm. I couldn't see, oh, they're falling off the chair. Not they're falling off the chair at me, that's how I saw it, but something else could be going on. So this journey to understand ourselves, to perceive the other, and also to understand a story about child development, human development, that says that we all have a destiny. Mm We have a purpose. We're not here by mistake. 
and that there's a purpose in our meetings with other people, Mm -hmm. our students, our patients. One anthroposophic doctor said to me, when someone comes to me, I always ask the question, how are you showing me my destiny? And he said, I bet you do that too as a teacher. And that was actually a new idea for me to say, how are you bringing me my destiny? Well, that redefines the student-teacher relationship and the doctor-patient relationship into a co-creative That's right. encounter, right? That's right. And yeah. it's, yeah, and it's co-creative while still this idea that the teacher has a purpose as a teacher and that we have some ideas, especially Steiner gave a lot of beautiful ideas about child development and how we can meet children at different stages. But often teachers don't really have a good sense from a a physiological point of view how these stages are going along. And that's something that when Waldorf Education was first began a century ago, it's celebrating its um, 100 year anniversary this year, that was very fundamental, this idea of cultivating these um, these Gertian or metamorphic imaginations, these mm-hmm. living or moving imaginations about the human being from birth, pre-birth, and then fast forward from childhood to adolescence, adulthood, old age, death after death. Rudolf Steiner wanted the teacher to have that kind of a fluid imagination of their students. Because how could they bring that forth in their students if they can't experience it themselves? And our hope is to have children come out of this education who do have that kind of fluidity. And it's a lawful fluidity in their thinking. And um, what well, we call it Sims in, uh, in the computer world, running Sims running simulations. Oh, simulations. That's what yeah. machine learning is really about. Fundamentally is is replicating this incredible human ability to run simulations. That's that's called imagination. And we know in um, you know, uh, the early record of humanity about 35,000 years ago, something happened and that turned on and we begin to develop culture because we developed imaginative capacity and and fundamentally it's running simulations and in the classroom in kindergarten we call that play yeah (laughs) and we are running simulations I'm gonna be the king you'll be the queen yeah (laughs) or I'm the train conductor or we're in the movie theater whatever but that capacity building starts there and but it also has to be in our teachers Well, that's exactly right, because if you have a teacher who is resistant to what the child is showing up with that day, then you've just got a train wreck. You've got an impasse, and the teacher sends the child to the principal's office. The child has to sign the book or get a discipline, and then pretty soon the the school administrator is recommending the child go to a therapist, or maybe the child has to leave the school. Oh, now you've been diagnosed with ADHD, you know, and which which is really not even a you know DSM diagnosis. Well, at least you know when that happened to my own child, it was not a diagnosis. It was just a sort of an operationally true agreement between a couple of therapists, the teacher and the doctor. Right. Right. And there are 
so many children that are coming into our classrooms that need to be met with something more than that. They need teachers to say, hmm, what are you telling me? Yeah. How can I meet you? Who are you? And what do you do, Catherine, when you're a teacher? Because the, the course, we're gonna, they're offering a course in August, and we're going to yeah. be talking about that in a minute. What, is it really possible that if a teacher comes and participates in this course, that they can expect to go into a classroom of 20 children, maybe 30 children, you might have an assistant there, and be able to somehow juggle all of these balls and meet all these very uh, unusual personalities that are coming? What I'm seeing in India is um, this doesn't happen in one module. And our course in, in India has seven modules. Uh, and I'm seeing tremendous development in the teachers. So teachers who in the very first weeks are saying, what do I do, what do I do? Um, now, three and a half years later, they're saying, I think I'll do this and let me see how it works. So they're they are gaining, in addition to observational capacity, they're gaining the courage to try something. And the, I, I don't know, the um, objectivity to say, is it working? I tried it, that's not working. But I tried this, and it, that is working. So then you develop more capacity. And when you're not afraid of these children, it makes a huge huge difference. Mm. So you're developing resiliency in these educators. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I hadn't thought of it, but that's exactly mm -hmm. right. Because that's the quality that we're being asked to develop in the children now. And unless the educator has it, we're probably not going to be able to teach it. That's right. Wow. That's right. So I'm very excited about this work. Well, tell me, the course is going to be in the Sacramento, California area. Yep, it's going to be about an hour uh, away from Sacramento, just outside Placerville. It's um, at a place called White Feather Ranch, August 4th through 9th. And um, people can register through uh, my website um, and my email. Okay, and what is that? So the um, email is lehman.katherineedu at gmail.com, and the website is kgleducation.com. Okay, and Lehman is spelled L-E-H-M-A-N, and Catherine is spelled with a K. K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. -E. Okay, and um, in the meantime, when people are considering contacting you to come to the course, can you give us a little like imaginative exercise or some little tidbit that people could take away? Hmm. Um, I've put you on the spot. I did not tell her I was going to ask her this before we started. Um, maybe uh, people could start thinking about what their questions are, what struggles they're having right now in their classrooms or in their practice with children and what they're hoping um, to move through. Oh, that's a really good one because these questions, especially in the evening before we go to bed, if we, right. if we, we write them down mm -hmm. or at least hold them inwardly, then sometimes we find that when we wake in the morning, it might not be a complete answer, but we begin to have a sense of having digested something. 
and that we've actually got something of substance. That's right. And sometimes I think that we take our questions a little too glibly or lightly. We just, Mm -hmm. we're frustrated. Why can't I make that work? But that's a real question. Mm -hmm. Why can't I make that work? Mm -hmm. What is, and so to take those questions seriously, and um, I think that would be a really good preparation for Mm -hmm. this workshop. Excellent, excellent. And I think we're going to be maybe offering some online content at some point. Um, You can check back and see about that later. Um, Because I think um, this is something that could really work well in a, like a Zoom platform or something where people could interact with one another over the content. I agree. I think that's a great idea. And uh, the fundamental text for this course is the course that Rudolf Steiner gave to the educators 100 years ago when he started the first school. It's called The Foundations of Human Experience. The original title was The Study of Man. It's not an easy read, but it's a very profound read. It's sort of a desert island book for me talks about the nature of consciousness, the nature of the will, uh, talks about a lot of very, very deep subjects. And yet it's really possible to digest it and understand it uh, given, given time, not rushing through the book. And uh, each time I read it, there's more there for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's free online. Um, if you just Google it, a PDF will come up that you can download. And also there are audios of this book on the Rudolf Steiner audio.com website if you're an auditory learner like me. So dive in, enjoy, and if you want to find out more about the course, then email Catherine. The Move, Speak, Think podcast is sponsored by the Center for Anthroposophical Endeavors. Visit cfae.us to learn more.